Hey, y'all, if you enjoy watching your podcast, which seems kind of weird watching your podcast, but some people really enjoy that. So we have a YouTube channel. You can find it at Heather Parody, P-A-R-A-D-Y. It's also linked up in the show notes. You can hit subscribe. And several of these interviews are actually in person. So you can watch that. Again, that is at Heather Parody on YouTube. And here it is. It's funny. Let's say funny. Laugh's funny. It's funny that you have to go all the way around to sometimes get back where you were at the beginning of it all. Alchemist. Thank you, Alchemist, for hinting towards that. Here we are. It has taken me a full circle full, full, full circle to get back to this spot. In 2017, I felt a nudge. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why to buy a microphone and speak into it to literally no one. And, um, I just haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. And the iterations of shows and things that I've done over the past six years has been insane. And here we are with this, this new project. And it's back to where I was. See, at the beginning in 2017, I had, I was in the middle of a big deconstruction, big deconstruction with my belief system and things that I was holding on to that needed healing and let go. And I found personal development and I found the kind of the whole self-help world and the entrepreneurial space too kind of falls in line with that. I had started my very first freelance photography business and um, was looking for ways to grow that and got sucked in the rabbit hole. Y'all know how it goes, sucked in it. And it was incredible. It felt very spiritual, um, very empowering, but at that time, without all the dogma and <laughs> rules, you know, but the problem with it that I saw was there wasn't a lot of people who fit outside of one certain box speaking in that space. There was a lot of wealthy, middle-aged white men who wore blazer jackets and kind of growled when they talked. <laughs> I'm being a little ridiculous, but you, you feel what I'm saying. Like, and nothing wrong with blazer jacket growling men, but I just didn't see people like me, you know, I, I didn't see folks who were going against the grain in some way and looked and acted, sounded different and maybe looked at the world in a different way than kind of the masculine heavy energy that accompanies a lot of entrepreneurial self-help people, which again, again, it has its place and it's something that has been so helpful for me and I lean on a lot in the right times. But for me, I was taught growing up, if you see a void in the world and it bothers you, it bothers you, then maybe, maybe Heather, you need to do something about it. So I picked up a microphone in 2017 and started talking into it to literally no one. But my intention was to bring on people who wanted to better themselves, lean in to calling and 
pursue with abandoned passion what God put them here on earth to do and hopefully find those folks who didn't look like everyone else. And I don't just mean anesthetically. I mean, looking at the world a little bit differently. So we started the show unconventional, just unconventional. And again, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but six years, um, that show stopped and I started other ones and I co-hosted shows with people and I've done mental health shows. I've done web three shows. I've done, oh my goodness, morning shows. <laughs> I've done a lot since then. And there's one thing that has stayed so consistent throughout this entire thing is one, I love talking to people. What a gift. What a gift it's been to hear stories. And number two, my heart is with the outside the box person. It always has been and it always will be. I had somebody reach out the other day and say that they follow my content and they enjoy it, but they have no idea who I am and a little bit of my background. So I'll give a brief summary here. We'll go into more of it later, maybe. But essentially, I grew up in deep Southern Christian Bible Belt and grew up in a very secluded environment. When I mean secluded, I mean I was isolated from a lot of the world for most of my childhood. I lived way out in the country. We moved quite a bit and my mother wanted to homeschool us, my sister and I. And so we weren't around people. I think my mom was really hurt by folks and her idea of protecting us was to keep us away from a lot of people and a lot of relationships. And so we grew up very secluded. I mean, the classic homeschool situation that you can picture in your head, that, that, was, that was me. That was me growing up. It wasn't until, and there's a lot there, y'all. There's a lot there. That's another time. But when I kind of broke away was when I became a teenager and I ran to the church. The church was my family. It was something that gave me hope. It exposed me to... Um, relationships and this idea that there could be a calling on my life and maybe God had a calling on my life and maybe it was something incredible and maybe, you know, and I was one of those people, I, I just fell all the way in. Like I fell all the way in. I immediately became a leader and helped out with the drama team. I loved the drama team. Y'all don't even know your girl loved the church drama team. Lord Jesus. Whew. I could play Mother Mary like nobody could. Let me tell you what. I was just in the middle of everything. I loved it. I loved the idea of making something from nothing and production and calling and spirit. And it was just, it felt so good and right for me. I'm sharing that to say I found a lot of identity within that setting. So to understand who I am, you have to know that. I ended up going to a ministry school where I spent my young adult first few years traveling and doing ministry. We literally traveled around in a school bus and <laughs> I've slept on many, 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 many church floors and on the side of the road in a school bus and ate McDonald's for years and it's a miracle I'm alive and somewhat healthy. I gave my life fully, wholeheartedly into ministry. There's another piece to that, too, that I think is worth noting is I, I didn't know if there was another option for me, because as I mentioned before, I was homeschooled my entire life. And honestly, uh, our education stopped 
very early on and I grew up with a deep complex of inferiority that I was stupid academically and I didn't really have options on the table of what I could do with my life. Plus, my parents never really talked to me about careers or what I could do. That was never really brought up. So again, ministry filled that void for me because, well, you do what God's called you to do, right? Which for me, I knew, I knew, oh my goodness, I knew it, was to marry a youth pastor. That is right. Marry a youth pastor. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> that was it, man. And I, I, you know, looking back now as someone who's gotten really into the narrative around a woman's role and the just crap that we used to believe it was. It's so sad to me looking back on that and thinking, you know, my identity was completely wrapped up in. So I'm not going to go through everything, but fast forward, I ended up uh, starting a nonprofit. I, this is really a breaking point for me. Um, at this time, I had decided to go back to school studied psychology, was working on getting a master's degree to become a therapist. Um, there was a lot of in between there, but I still was very, very, very involved in religion and my calling. And it started taking shape in different forms of what that looked like. Hence me going back to school and wanting to focus on psychology and sitting with people in their pain. But parallel to that, I had started a nonprofit that I really believed in my heart was something that God wanted me to do. Like this was one of the most honest ventures to date that I think I've ever done. And it centered around a really difficult topic. I'm not going to bring it up here. We'll talk about it another time. But I was confused because I had grown up believing that the role that we have in, as ministers, as people who are serving the Lord, is to help the hurting and to really be there for the outcast. Because that's what Jesus did, right? That's what we were taught, that Jesus came for the outcast. So missionary type work was my thing. Outreach was my thing. Like, let's go to the streets, y'all, with the message. Like, that was my deal. I didn't want to sit in the church building and admire each other's cute shoes. I wanted to go out on the streets and, like, do work with people. So I did. And I recklessly did it. Um, I was the type of gal who I gathered people on Saturday mornings. We would literally go knock on people's doors and clean their front lawns. And we'd go bring board games underneath bridges and play with homeless people, bring care packages to prostitutes and sit with these folks in some pretty questionable places. And let me tell you what, uh, powers that be did not like any of that. <laughs> <laughs> really made people uncomfortable. And it, it just tore a lot of what I understood the Bible to be and made me start to question what we were really doing here in ministry. If we weren't here for the outcast, if we weren't here for the quote broken, which that's a whole nother word. I don't even know if I believe it anymore, but at the time, this is my theology and, and the language that I would have used. If we weren't here for that, what, what were you we doing? We were building a business, <laughs> honestly. Um, and that's okay because that business serves a lot of folks and is a community and a haven for a lot of people. But leaving the business and kind of exploring other 
things in my life, I've never been able to shake the whole going against the grain person, the gritty kind of in the dirt on the street type thing of like, I guess the helper, you know what I mean? So I started a show in, in the midst of all of this, and this was unconventional back in 2017, where I wanted to just talk to folks who didn't fit the personal development stuff I was seeing with the men with the blazers and the growling. It didn't fit uh, what I grew up in, which was this pretty box um, that had pretty perfect answers in it. I wanted to talk to folks who were doing things um, counterculture. So here we are. Here it is. Uh, that was messy and um, just snapshots of the full thing. But I hope it gives you context of the conversations we're about to enter because the full circle moment for me has been returning back again and again and again that the unconventional one is the one that I want to talk to. The person who thinks a little bit deeper, rubs up against what makes us comfortable and says things out loud that no one really says. My hope is to celebrate that person. My hope is to introduce you to those people. My hope is to fan the flame inside of you if you were like me and felt incredible nudges to express something but wasn't really sure how to do it because maybe you weren't given the space to. Well, my hope, my friend, is that you can just wiggle your booty on in and make your own space, <laughs> your own place at the table. And with conviction, use your voice and your talent. Because despite all of my issues with religion, it brought me to spirituality. And I'll tell you, there is a God, I believe, with all of my heart, who loves you and accepts you and has given you everything that you have in your hand to use it and have fun with it. Fun? Yup. Last year, I was in Columbus, Ohio, and I was sitting in an auditorium and I felt God speak to me and say, this next season you are entering into your life's work. I know it sounds dramatic, but I promise you I heard that. I knew it deep in my bones. You are entering into your life's work. I believe this, what we're starting here is a part of that. And I'm really grateful you're here. I know a few of you have been here for the whole time and I love you and I thank you for walking with me and being my friend. And if you're new here, you're like, what the, what is she talking about? Oh boy. It's about to get even deeper and worse from here. <laughs> so enjoy. I love you, my friends. This is Unconventional Leaders.